0: You know what we're doing to honor Dr. King's legacy, and you know I hope next year uh, we're able to share bigger and better things that Toba's doing, and also where we are in the state of Black Tampa. So thank you right. for having right. us.
1: You got thank it. You. you got it. Hey, thank listen, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we are we're going to go into the NPR in just a few minutes, and uh, but while we're doing it, shoot, might as well pay us some barcades. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Right here on WMNF 8.5. Tambor on the, on the Sunday Forum. Get funky, baby. Oh.
2: Visit to the southern border. Hundreds of protesters turned out in El Paso this weekend, expressing anger over the administration's decision to expand the pandemic-era immigration policy known as Title 42. Father Rafael Garcia is a pastor at El Paso's Sacred Heart Church.
3: You have all, all these folks here
1: now that don't know what to do, or, and uh, so it's a real, it's a real drastic situation
0: for them. They're on the streets mainly.
2: The White House announced last week that asylum seekers from Cuba, Nicaragua, Haiti, and venezuela will be expelled to mexico if they enter the u.s illegally president biden is due to stop in el paso later today on his way to the north american Leaders summit in mexico city russian president vladimir putin announced a unilateral ceasefire for orthodox christmas on friday and saturday but the ukrainian government says it never happened and tim mack has more from central ukraine
4: ukrainian president volodymyr Zelensky wished his citizens a merry christmas but also alleged that quote The world was once again able to see today how false any words of any level that sound from Moscow are. The Ukrainian military announced that Russia fired nine rockets and conducted three airstrikes on Saturday, when many Ukrainians celebrate Christmas. It also claimed that Russia carried out 40 shelling attacks across Ukraine, leading to wounded and dead civilians. In the central Ukrainian city of Dnipro, air alarms repeatedly sounded throughout the day as families sought to mark the holiday. Tim Mac
2: and News Russia is vowing to press ahead with the war in Ukraine after ending President Putin's ceasefire. There has been more shelling in the eastern Donbass region, the front line. Ukrainian officials say at least one man was killed. Chinese travelers are preparing for their first lunar New Year holiday in two years without travel restrictions. And international travelers began entering the country today after Beijing opened sea and land crossings, even as a massive wave of COVID infections spreading across the country. As NPR's Emily Fank Reports.
5: For many people, the Lunar New Year holiday week in late January is one of the few chances they get to take time off and travel home and see family. China's transportation ministry said it expected 2 billion people to make trips in the next 40 days. That's about double the number of trips people made last year, when the government was still imposing strict lockdowns and mandatory testing in an effort to keep out COVID. But now, millions of people have been sickened in this latest wave. And public health experts worry that the lunar new year travel will spread infections further, from cities to poorly prepared rural areas. Emily Fang, Pure News.
2: Pacific, uh, rather, police in western Germany have arrested an Iranian man suspected of preparing an Islamist-inspired attack using cyanide in the highly toxic poison ricin. He was taken into custody overnight along with another man during a raid. You're listening to NPR News. A powerful earthquake has shaken the Pacific archipelago of Enuato. The U.S. Geological Survey says the quake had a magnitude of 7.0. There are no immediate reports of damage or casualties, but the Pacific Tsunami Warning Center has issued a tsunami warning saying hazardous waves could reach up to a meter above the tide level. The Buffalo Bills returning to the field today. For the first time since safety, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest during a play nearly a week ago in Cincinnati. He remains in critical condition. North Country Public Radio's David Summerstein. reports that the atmosphere in Bills Stadium will likely be emotional. DeMar Hamlin shared his first picture from the hospital on Instagram Saturday from a
4: FaceTime call with a huge smile on his face. Linebacker Deion Dawkins said the team was elated when they talked to him.
6: Man, we got our boy, man. You know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. We got our boy. The excitement was beautiful. It was amazing.
4: Bills fans, known as Bills Mafia, will have a lot of emotions to channel at Sunday's game against the New England Patriots. Buffalo's been through a brutal year, a racist mass shooting, a deadly blizzard, and now Hamlin's near-death injury. Bills GM Brandon Bean said the game will be a celebration of life. The hair on the back of my neck is standing up right now thinking about it, he said. For NPR News, I'm David Summerstein in Buffalo.
2: American skier Michaela Schifrin has matched Lindsey Vonn's women's World Cup record. Schifrin won her 82nd race today in Slovenia and could surpass Vonn's mark in Austria on Tuesday. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other
5: contributors include the Wallace Foundation, working to develop and share practices that can improve learning and enrichment for young people and the vitality of the arts for everyone. Ideas and information at wallacefoundation.org.
7: WMNF is kicking off the new year by bringing back Chuck Prophet. His wit and wisdom combined with great vocals makes this show a must. Chuck Profit Trio steps on stage January 11th at Skipper's Smokehouse Tickets are on sale now $20 in advance, $25 at the door Guitars and drums Inside for the car line. The Chuck Profit Trio January 11th at Skipper's Smokehouse Buy your ticket now by calling 813-238-8001 Or online at WMNF.org It's
4: amazing.
6: See the Hitman, host of the Soul Party, on Friday nights on WMNF. Join me at Skipper Smokehouse on Friday, February the 10th, as we enjoy the Harlem Gospel Travelers. I
4: am a sinner only saved by grace. You clean me up, I've never been a saint
6: fans like Elton John and all music praising their new album as Dreamlike and Joyce. The Harlem Gospel Travelers are a dazzling vocal trio you don't want to miss. The Harlem Gospel Travelers, February the 10th at Skipper Smokehouse. Buy your tickets now
8: at WMNF.org. Hi there, this is Marvin from the Rhythm Revival every Friday on WMNF 88.5. My co-host, Reverend Billy Seawerts, is going to be live and in person as he opens for Marsha Ball at Skipper's Smokehouse on Friday, January 13th. Tickets and more information can be found at skippersmokehouse.com.
0: Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you donating at WMNF.org and the 22nd Annual Tampa Bay Black Heritage Music Fest, January 14th and 15th, featuring music, some and food. This family-friendly festival includes musical highlights from R&B group Drew Hill and the contemporary jazz trio Jazz Funk Soul. More at Tampa Bay TampaBayBlackHeritage.org.
4: Hi, DJ Lounge, Lara Taylor here. Surface Noise Live returns to the New World Tampa Beer Garden Friday, January 27th from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. I'll be spending the best of Surface Noise, the cocktail mix, and outsider sounds. New World is located off Bush in Nebraska on Skagway Avenue in Tampa. WMNF.org has more.
1: All right, we're back here on the Sunday Forum on WMNF 88.5. Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete, and the surrounding areas. This is a beautiful Sunday morning. Kind of cold. Isn't it, though? Kind of cold. Kind of cold. Kind of cold. Um, we are joined in studio with attorney Will Douglas III of Toba. Uh, Ms. Knowles couldn't stay with us. Uh, she has other engagements with regard to Toba as well. But Will is coming, and he wants to join. I think, Jill- I think Will wants to be a part of the 4th
5: Estate Group. Come on, join us. I mean, can Google Gobble, on Google Gobble, one of us, right? Well, yeah, we we'll can yeah, we'll be, yeah, be,
1: be one of us.
5: One uh, of us. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm dating myself now. <laughs> <laughs> a... Yeah, man, you know, um, this but I donate. This... There you I go. make sure when it comes in, time to count the numbers to make sure uh, you have all the silver to give to the coffers to keep the slot.
6: <laughs> so... So he earned his spot.
5: Thank you. Because again, everyone, it is a tax deduction. So it's dig so deep. It's
1: <laughs> a nonprofit
0: thing. We do have some callers on the line if you already get today. the callers.
1: Let's do the calls. Right. Call in 813-239-9663. Folks, keep in mind, uh that, that quote that I gave earlier was from Dr. John Henry Clark. It said we cannot expect the people who programmed us into oblivion to program us out of it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that
0: quote.
8: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Powerful, Mm -hmm. powerful quote. All
0: right, first caller, you are on the Sunday Forum. Hey, good morning, Walter and the family. Good Good morning. morning. How you
8: doing? Hey, man, I'm doing okay. Good, brother. Is is anybody there that's representing Toba? I want to ask a question. Yes. Um, What's their name? So I can address them.
5: Uh, Attorney Douglas, Attorney Will Douglas. Call me Will. Good morning, sir. Well, I'm not representative from the board. I'm just going to say I'm the 43rd annual co-chair, so I want to get that preface out there, but I'm happy to answer any question. Thank you for calling, caller. Go ahead.
8: You're, you're welcome. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, not upset, but I'm, I'm a little bit confused because the lady was on here talking about what can we do as a black people to spend our money with each other. Mm-hmm. Sir, I've been to one of your breakfasts, mm-hmm. and, and I'm wondering why do we always got to attach white people with our events? And I'm talking about the hotel. It, it, almost like events, it, it almost seems like when we hold events it almost seems like when we hold events we gotta attach our money to them and I can't think of one time Walter uh, uh, or anybody who's listening that the Marriott Hotel or anybody on that side of town came over and hosted an event in, in our neighborhood or anywhere in our neighborhood so all I'm saying is I'm looking at the Sentinel right now, and mm-hmm. on the back of the Sentinel, each time there's a Lux Affair event space. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how big that is. I don't know where it is. I don't know nothing about it. But I'm just wondering, and I don't want to keep repeating myself, mm-hmm. but it seems like every time we have an event and, and MLK is tied to it, it seems like we got to tie our money and everything with the white folks in, at the Marriott Hotel. I see and that I heard complaint the lady sir. Talk about how great it is, the beautiful scenery and all that. That's, that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. That money that they generate, where does it come? Does it ever come back to our community? Like when the TOBA is done, is there ever a fence fixed in the community? Is there ever a house painted? Is just any little thing? It seems like once that breakfast is over, you guys are gone. And the Marriott, I don't know what I don't know what the the contract is, but it seems like they they reap the benefits along with TOBA. And I wish that lady would have answered more questions about. What are you guys going to do different,
5: sir? I'm happy to. I'm I'm involved money. enough. I'm happy to we answer questions.
8: So. You know, some people say we can't get together, but I I, I, I firmly don't believe that because <laughs> when Obama started running for president, man, we got together in droves. All we ever needed was a leader, and when Obama stepped up, look at the community. Everybody, and when I say the community, I'm talking about the world, the United States at least. We did come together, but when we don't have a leader. It's almost like we're pick, 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 pick. But I I don't want to get past my. I I, I don't want to get past what I I initially wanted to say. And and it's mainly about that hotel, man. And and every time we come down to that hotel for the breakfast, I don't mind spending the money, but I'm wondering where does the money go after everything is done? And why do we got to keep spending the money with them? That's all I got to say, man. I I appreciate you guys taking my call. And um, thanks, Walter. And um, I, I hope the guy can can maybe say something, or maybe we can change something in, in that sense, because that's a lot of money spent that morning, that that breakfast. That's, that's a ton of money. It um, is. Okay, that's that's all I had to say, man. Thank you for letting me in. Um, right,
5: I love bro. you guys. You got, hey, man, Bye. same here, brother. Thank you. Can I man answer the question, sir? Yep, yeah, please. all okay. means. Well, thank you first and foremost, Cole. I don't want to overly ingratiate myself, but I'm. Uh, thank you for calling. I will say uh, you are not wrong, but you are not accurate in some of the uh, description there. We go to the JW as it is large enough to host us. I do know that Brother Ransom has kind of always made the comment that if we had a black space in the city large enough to accommodate us, we would be there in a moment. I also know that the night before, there is the youth scholarship given, as a lot of the proceeds are given to make sure that someone from a non-Silver Spoon family from East Tampa is there to represent and reap the benefits of the proceeds. I know I'm a graduate of the Leadership Institute, and TOPA does a sizable amount of work. Many of the vendors on a smaller scale, and we try to put as many dollars in black accredited businesses as we can. We have photographers, we have event companies, we've got coordinators dealing with, there are a lot of black dollars and and black people benefiting from this money. But I will say, and uh, I know that we were going over this script yesterday. And we made the comment, and uh, Brother Ransom was wise enough to uh, give us some of his sage-like wisdom, and to say we have people there to see us as a community to keep them accountable, because it is the first event of the year, and we will be able to we will remember and hold everyone accountable for all the promises they made, through the corporate sponsorships, through the standing, and through the talking. And so, I, I really want to make sure that Toba gets a fair shake, and they are doing many a thing within the community, and uh, please visit us at uh, org to look at some of the things that Toba is doing, and I, I hear everything you're saying, and I know that the board is intently listening. I know Bob Morrison and Brother James Ransom and Attorney Delano Stewart, to name a few, but uh, some of the other names are escaping me, but thank you again for the critique and feedback, and I do hope to see you on uh, on the 16th.
0: All right. Let's go to the next caller. Caller, you're on the Sunday form.
9: Good morning. Good morning, Mister Miko. Good morning, Daryl. Uh, good morning, uh, Walter. Hello, and to the attorney. Good morning, uh, sir. Let me quickly just say this to the last caller who said this, uh, Mister Attorney. Uh, your comments were very cogent, very salient, very respectful. But let me say something. In uh, 2023. Uh, Ask God to give you a a mind of discernment. Uh, And before you speak, don't want to speak out of emotion. Tell me. Think about it. I want you to really think about this right now. Where in Jackson Heights would you host an event? Where in Bellman Heights would you host an event? Where in the fishbowl would you host an event? Um, if you're upset about Hilton, uh, uh, whatever hotels or whatever like that, and we're attaching ourselves to white folk, um, what hotels do we own? What hotels or motels do we have? Uh, what, what land or venues where we can host a, a nice event? We don't want to host an event in a park. On the outdoors. What if it's raining or cold like this morning? So, before you speak, don't speak out of emotion, okay? Uh, don't speak out of, you know, really think about what you want want to say. Walter, well, you know me. I don't mean <laughs> to step on anybody's toes. But if you don't want your toes stepped on, move your feet. Okay? Move your feet. Now, I would like to address what you first said before you did with, with Toba. Uh, a lot of institutions like the NFL, they lie, they deny, they deny, deny, lie, deny, until you get them in a corner. And what you were talking about first was CTE. And it, just like a lot of stuff, you have to have somebody on the outside who does the study And they come up with empirical facts that turn out to be true, that this is the truth. Remember, like, Desert Storm, you had a lot of troops coming back talking about Desert Storm syndrome, uh, that war syndrome. And the U.S. military, they denied, 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 just like Vietnam. They denied that Agent Orange is doing anything to the troops until somebody did some empirical study. You know, with facts, and then those facts turned out to be truths. Okay, and you get them in a box, and then then they cry uncle. And what you were saying is is, is the truth. You know about the health thing. That institution makes billions of dollars. With the B, and the way that they, mm-hmm. you wonder what. Wait, where are some of the stars from the seventies? Where are they at right now? Like. um, uh, running back from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Tony Dor, Yeah, Tony Do Dorf- said? Yeah. Suffers anger problems. Uh I'll, I'll say this and get off of that. There was a, a sportscaster who's passed on now. His name is Steve dooming He made an observation when the Buccaneers with that team won their first Super Bowl. Had all those good defensive players like um, Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks and John Lynch and and some other people. He said he went into one Buccaneer place on a Monday and he's observed those guys coming in there. And he said to look at them, they look like the walking wounded. And he said, there is no way Derrick Brooks going to be able to play next Sunday. There's no way Don Abraham is going to be able to play next Sunday. Uh, Warren Sapten dealing with something. But when, Thursday rolls around. They get themselves somehow. They got themselves together and they're ready to go. Mr. Mika, you said, Mr. Miko, you said something about um, about the player and, and the stuff that happened. He just got hit. It was a legal tackle, and it caused something with uh, to give him cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Just like. You see EMTs doing an extreme thing where they take their fist yep. and pound it on somebody's chest mm-hmm. to get heart the heart going. Yeah. Well that's just happened. He just got hit in the right place at the right time, fell down, got up, and his heart was fluttering and it stopped. And he fell back down. If it hadn't been for EMTs at the stadium at that time, he would have died yeah. at the stadium. That's what it is. But like a lot of institutions in this nation, they lie, they deny, they deny, they deny, until you twist their arm and you get them in a corner, and then they want to come out and tell the truth. But what I want to say about Toba, uh, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. But one observation I would like to make, especially with somebody like Al Sharpton, who likes to promote his organization, you promote... A lot of these organization organizations, but look around what's going on in our nation. Walter, what you said about that statement, what the gentleman said, uh, the pers- the people who have held you down for decades, centuries, and decades, don't don't think all of a sudden they're going to turn and now they want to help you. You mean the oppressor wants to help you now? No, no. Go back in your history. You know, slavery is over with, so we're going to come up with a scheme called sharecropping. There we go. Sharecropping. Okay. Yeah. They're not going to give you the means for you to stand up on your feet on your own. And I want to say with organizations, don't get so hooked into having breakfasts and banquets and stuff.
2: We have not
9: overcome. It's a True. lifelong fight. And I'ma set up and say this. The analogy that Dr. King used about the promised land, well, if you go in the Bible and you look in the promised land, the Hebrews fought some of the greatest fights in the promised land. The promised land ain't heaven. It's not heaven. Uh God promised them that land, and this is not the show for this, we, we know we ain't gonna be talking about this, spiritual af- applications about that, but the analogy of that is every day is a fight, and people need to understand that. Every, you, the the people who are in control of Congress right now, they're talking about uh, uh, watering down Medicare or eliminating Medicare or, or watering down Social Security or eliminating Social Security, and unfortunately, a lot of white folk who depend on those 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 items, those institutions, vote went in the voting booth and voted those individuals in there against That's their own interest for their own interest. Because you're not thinking, you are not thinking. So, yeah, we need Yatoba uh, Action Network. It used to be Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Coalition, but he's gotten sick now. Okay? But the, we, we don't have these things to come together because we just want to have banquets and make good speeches and stuff. We well. got to do. Move your feet. Move your feet. Hey, Walter, y'all yeah. have a good day now. You yeah, too, Daryl. Brother. Thanks. Appreciate
6: you.
0: All right. We'll go to the next caller. Um, caller, you're on the Sunday Forum.
10: Hey, good morning, uh, Fourth State Crew. Good
0: morning. Good morning.
10: Those days. What's going on, Ron? Those say crazy. You know what it is. It's always the same thing. We got a conflict here, and I'm a conflict resolutionist <laughs>
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs> because I study criminology, and everything has crime in it. I'm sorry to say, because of the human factor, we're gu- gullible, we're vulnerable. And then, this is not headed to anybody, but I, I listened to uh, Dr. Umar Thurman the other day about his school, because my son saw he didn't he even his school. He was on there talking. You know, we watched different little things. Oh, Umar Johnson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said he started out, and uh, he tried to build a school with only black contractors, etc. cetera. He said was stealing his money, stealing his stuff, but not necessarily saying that uh, the black people were. He just said that contract thing where they had it set up. So he it took him three years and he said he finally had to go with Caucasian contractors and they about finished the school in ninety days. So <laughs> that's the program, folks. You know what I mean? Uh Daryl mentioned something very important because my grandfather was a sharecropper and a sharecropper ain't supposed to be poor. Mm-hmm. And he was not poor when it comes to uh food and uh his his honorableness. I mean, the stuff he did, I thought he was miraculous. So this program has been out since slavery, and I say it all the time. It's still slavery, man. we still in slavery. They give some people benefits so they can it's say, true. oh, it ain't like that, bro. You just crazy. Oh, uh, there's nobody oppressing me. Uh, I don't get tickets. Uh, I ain't been in trouble. So, yeah, that's a select few of people that turn against the other people or the other group for whatever benefit. By saying that, it leads me into a segment before I end because I want to uh, give a shout-out to uh, uh, Leroy Selman. Leroy Selman was the person that I first heard, and I see Lewa all the time in the community. Excellent role model, I must say. I must take my hat off to this guy. So once he brought up the concussion ordeal and the effect, because it was mostly affecting us as a community, uh, some kind of way he was gone within a year. And they dismissed all of that about the head injuries. They dismissed all of that stuff. Then it came back again. And I'm saying all that to say stuff like this. Watch this. We took. they took up four million dollars for this guy hamlin which i don't know i was watching the game i went to sleep i have to go to sleep on sports now because they're just that boring to me. <laughs> yeah when i played when i played oh you're gonna be live everybody's gonna be live when i play because i'm gonna make it that way and a lot of other people do that they knew what the thing was because we bring in the energy but uh why when cola got knocked out we didn't raise the money as football players to show our support and love see it's so rationalized, like I'm saying, and it all plays in back into the hands of the oppressor. Just like that statement you said earlier, you're going to look for the oppressor to do something for you. And really, I live long enough to not see that part of it. I see people helping you, people helping people. And that works for me. And that's how it's going to have to work, because as you see, you got a whole bunch of idiots up there that refuse to have a black man <laughs> on the floor. You yeah. know, still thank you got somewhere? well. He talked way better than all of them, <laughs> yeah. all of them, his vocabulary. I listened to team before he even was put up there. He should have been there before Nancy Pelosi, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so he's standing on here, and, and that's what we need. We need to be standing on ours, and we got to do that. And I'm not turning my back on you because this guy said, you're a piece of crap or this and that. You got to show me you're a piece of crap, then I'm going to say that, okay? I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to give you a chance, but... I'm not going to destroy myself trying to bring you up and lift us up, and that's where the problem is. we got to find credible people, and that's what, back to Umar Thurman, the school he has, he he said uh, black men to be responsible. So, like, when you go look for a contractor, there is the contract, and they're legitimate, and there's no excuses, or we're not just doing it because he's an African-American, none of that. Okay, because we qualify. We overqualified. Been overqualified. I'm going to leave it like that on the table. We've been overqualified. But what you say to do? Build a cut, we did. Well, you want to go to the moon, we build that and send you there, too. Mm-hmm. we we'll do it all. we we'll do it all. That's why you tell my people, what you do? I do it all.
8: Yeah. What you
10: want me to do? I can't stop here and just my lane, This my line. So I can mm-hmm. do stay in your lane, ain't no lane, bro. I'm going to have to break out and go to the fourth lane. <laughs> and i go all the way. When I get to that fifth lane, I'm gone, left the tight, left the crowd <laughs> So that's what you got to do. You got to excel and exceed and much power to my people all over the world that's whoever you because we so uh, uh, I, we, we just mix with everybody so we to my do. people the people they say the people that hear my voice know me and that's what it is man that's why I stay on the radio because I'm not a, a dead soul or a dead person and I've been woke up so I don't know why he's just not talking about woke but whatever <laughs> they say whatever they say whatever they say they ain't doing we looking at what you doing not what you saying no more y'all better start looking at what they doing not what they saying <laughs> hey man Come on.
1: appreciate you Ron
10: <laughs> All, right.
1: All right. All right. brother. Yes, Feast, man. Oh, so hey man, listen.
0: Yeah, we got a lot we more. We got talks. a lot
1: more calls coming in. So as the calls come in, we're gonna play some music in the background. We're gonna start up with uh with this fat back, backstroking. Oof. Okay. Woo! Right? <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's back in the day, right? That yes, backstroke, sir. that fat back. <laughs> Sunday 4 on WMNF 8.5. F-U. All right. All right. All right. That's fat back and backstroking right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa and the Sunday Forum. All right. So now, listen, folks, we are we are going to discuss this issue right now about the about what happened with regard to the the this week's city council meeting. Um, orlando Goose, orlando Gutes, uh expressed his outrage with regard to the questionnaire that was presented uh to candidates and uh for for their endorsement to get their endorsement right mm-hmm. and so I was given actually a copy of the questionnaire. So I was able to obtain this copy, and I'm going to share with everybody the questions that were asked. Uh, Let me tell you, it was disturbing to find that this was, this is what was done. I mean, you know, it's not like it was something that we're surprised by, per se, in terms of the attitude. But in terms of the the actual questionnaires, that's so blatant. It was so blatant it wasn't even funny. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to you. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. My eyes, boy, I tell you these eyes, these eyes, these eyes. <laughs> All right, here we go. So one of the questions that was asked, and I I would be outraged too, as someone who who actually ran for office, this wasn't on the on the questionnaire. <laughs> these were never on the questionnaire. But now the, these questions are being asked now. Um have you ever have you ever participated in a protest whether physical, virtual, digital or online that was anti-police in nature? What? The next question, number 22. Have you ever participated in a protest whether physical, it's the same question basically. Um but it goes a little further. Virtual uh, in a protest whether physical, virtual or digital that that or online or advocated against watch this publicly or privately police brutality and this
6: questionnaire comes from the Tampa police the PBA never let us
1: that's right that's yeah. right otherwise known as the police union the next question is have you ever been a member of of donated to or supported black lives matter whether financially verbally online or through social media the next question, that was that was question number twenty-one through twenty-three. Now, here's another one. Um, oh, the the rest of them go into regular questions that you would probably you would that are logical. You know, do you know anybody who works for the police department, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But these questions that I just shared with you were the questions that really are disturbing. Because, see, there was no question about whether or not there were any, you know, are you a member of the Proud Boys or the Klan or the Klan? Uh, or, you know, and we know that that activity takes place. Yeah,
0: I don't understand what Black Lives Matter has to do with anything that's that at being done.
1: No, not one single solitary thing. Not one.
0: I can't believe that's actually a question.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is. That was three, four questions. Was that four mm-hmm. questions? I just mm-hmm. there was, was four questions I just I just asked of the twenty of the, the twenty 29. some questions that were that were being that were being asked on this questionnaire. So, you know, I, I don't blame uh, uh, Councilman Goose for being outraged. The entire council should be outraged. And Orlando Goose
6: was a police. He's a police officer, officer. for twenty six years. So if he's outraged by right, something the Police Benevolent Association is asking, it's got to be pretty outrageous. Oh, man. So uh, He's, he's uh, requested that the local police union make a public apology
1: for that survey. Now, you, you know what their response was? No. Okay. So their response was, in, in my mind, uh, <clears throat> yeah. arrogant. It was arrogant, and I think it was out of place. And it was it was to call him it was to call him out and say call um, Councilman Goods out and to say, Oh, well, you know, you leaked this out to everybody. Public information. And, and it's public information. What in the world? So so what are you doing? You're grasping for straws now. They get mad because they got caught, just like yeah. in the Supreme
6: Court when they leaked the abortion ruling long before yeah. they ruled and got mad about the leaker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, it's like it's like you slap somebody and then and you're wrong for slapping them, and everybody tell you you're wrong for slapping them, but then you get you're gonna get mad because they told you about it.
0: Yeah,
5: I mean, yeah, it's funny. How, how, they, how does that work? Yeah. The statement denounces hate, but the questionnaire seems to search out some kind of justice or, I don't know, retribution. Exactly. Exactly. So
1: call in 813-239-9663 if you want to call in about this. This is the topic right now, and this is what we're discussing right now. I, I want to know about this. Union? Who cares what the police union yeah. want to know? You so, so the vice president of the, of the police union, Benevolent Association of Police Union, actually says this. This is uh, Vice President Barclay uh actually attacks it comes back and there's this verbal thing that's going back and forth between him and councilman Goose. the for, the first thing i would i would want to know is and i and i and i present this to everybody now i put uh, to the forum i present to you uh this point uh what did the other councilmen respond to that and what and what is their feeling with regard to that I mean, of course, you know. Pre- you can pretty much bet that the other councilmen were, were going to say, "No, I'm not a member of Black Lives Matter." <laughs> but of course, uh, what what does but that does ma- black you know, matter? Black Lives Matter. I mean, <laughs> that how does be that a question? Yeah, how does that the cops? How does that even play into your? Why is that even on the questionnaire? And, and why would? Why is it? And if if that's if all things are supposed to be equal. And we're supposed to be fair about this thing, then why aren't you asking questions about these these uh about these groups that are out there that we know?
5: These known terrorist
1: organizations. Yeah, known terrorist organizations. They, and their attitude about about them is that these are ter- that bail them as some terrorist organization. That that's and that's bull crap. It's not. Everybody knows that. But this is what this is more Trumpism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has the, any
0: oh has yeah. there been any um Reports, if anybody has responded, on the police, no. Uh,
1: just the vice president, yeah. Oh, okay. who, who is who's again? There has been a verbal back and forth uh, mm-hmm. regarding that w- between him and uh, uh, Mr. Goode. So you know, I just think that that is that is totally inappropriate. Did completely inappropriate.
6: What, was uh, whether they care? Did they care about the insurrection? Right, <laughs> and the way the police were treated that day, right? Those cops,
5: Which right? One's the ones letting them in, or, or the ones being beaten?
6: Yeah, yeah make a choice. So yeah, the one that let them in is in the, on the team. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, and, and, and let me be let me be clear, I, I, and I don't mind saying this, I, you know, listen, when I ran, I didn't expect to get the PBA endorsement. And it's for this very reason that we're reading right now mm-hmm. that I didn't expect to get it. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm I'm not white. I was the only black candidate, and 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 you know, and, and I'm going to tell you truthfully, I'm going to tell you the truth about what it is that's going on. In our community and the fact that we need to do better with regard to with regard to that that uh the relationship between the community and the police and I remember there being a question about whether police need armor well yeah I believe they do and uh, you know let's let's be real I mean police officers there there are good police officers out there and there are officers out there who actually uh you know I, I would say that they just, they need to have armor
0: mm-hmm.
1: right yeah and because they deserve to go home too.
5: Agreed.
0: Right.
1: I mean, they—they're they, doing a the job. We need our
5: law enforcement.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, they, they, they You know, I'm not trying to get anybody killed. I'm. I don't. I'm not. Not. I'm not doing that. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Well, I don't. And I'm simply saying, you know, let's let's be fair about this thing. It goes right back to the CRB, um, Citizens Review Board.
5: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: listen. Don't insult me. By telling me that you can review cases and give me dead cases that are that that are old, that have already been reviewed and everything like that, and then I'm reviewing them for what? It's no, funny. you give me something that's active, something that that's, that has to do with our community, that's real, and let me um, let me see if there's any uh, any type of ill behavior
5: that's involved with it. real oversight power yeah yeah but it's funny the one power. person who was endorsed by the police union is the one per candidate who did not want to defund and de the citizens right review board they want to make sure they said there's no need for it they want to make sure there's more oversight to keep them from having the power but that was the one person that received the uh the nod from the police union yeah
0: we need mm-hmm. more honest police mm-hmm. that's what we need you this, know?
5: This and, and with the Perfection. latest with the
1: latest issues that we've had, we
0: don't there's, yeah. there's
1: more there's more of a reason as to why we need to make certain that we do have that type of subpoena power yeah. and that ability to question uh the, the type of attitudes and actions
5: that are taking place. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. we as taxpayers are not held liable on the hook for the actions of no. these rogue agents because Absolutely. we be pay the payouts, because Absolutely. we pay the salaries. So we're paying to harass and terrorize our own community mm-hmm. with That's this. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna I stop. Glass has too much. Yeah. Uh, they they embrace the police
6: union and hate all other unions. Mm-hmm. And I, think I, the I, I don't understand union, how that works. Yeah, the police union has too big an influence on politics. I think we and need and more unions part. to have an influence on politics. I want
5: to know part. what the nurses' union think of Yes, the And the teachers' union. I, yeah, the teachers' and the, union. And the workers' st- and, the, yeah, and the labor shortage. It's a, whole and, other, and, mm-hmm. it's a
1: whole other type of union.
5: Yep. It is
1: not, it is not of the same caliber or, or uh, in the same realm. Like the, air,
5: like the uh, airport. Union that Reagan like took the teeth out of the uh, flight traffic controllers. There you go. Air traffic traffic controllers. Thank you. And then we had what are you the train workers union that Joe Biden had to involve. I'm just saying. I'm a student of history.
1: Good Uh, god. (laughs) Listen. There we go.
0: (laughs) Let's let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. What we got? All right, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. (laughs)
3: Hi, good morning. Uh, Chris Steiner here in Clearwater. I wanted to compliment you on uh, community gardening. I think that's a great idea to unite people. I've lived near uh, Clearwater Community Garden and, uh, it's just great to be able to converse with folks of all sorts of uh, persuasions, uh, get to trade seeds, uh, give, uh, trade, give away, sell seeds, plants, cuttings, and, uh, you know, advice. And, and, uh, when people are united under that, then, you know, it's a, it's a great, um, Community, a uh, civic uh, place to gather. You know, I know, know a lot of people are asking the the city to make uh, you know to build up their community, but uh, I think community gardens are the best way to go. And you can build them on on city property, like uh, Clearwater Community Garden is, and um, it has the only one with uh, solar and and uh, uh, water. From uh, the city the, in the in the county here, so um, that's something that uh, you know makes it more sustainable. Um, and I wanted to comment on uh, what, I what I was posting, Walter, on your Facebook page on this uh, Facebook stream um, about uh, DeMar Hamlin in um, the segment that uh, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough I've linked to. He's the uh, most uh, published. Uh, he's a cardiologist most published on COVID. And uh, he goes on for a good 20 minutes on how he thinks it could not have been a chest injury. So um, the big question that people have is, uh, did he get a COVID shot? Because there are, he says now in his latest podcast, um, there are now internationally over 740 studies showing that myocarditis is caused by the COVID shots. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's well known by now. So um, another uh, player that, um, NFL player, uh that I posted on your on your page, Walter, that hasn't gotten any attention was um uh Jacksonville uh Jaguars offensive lineman Uche Nwan I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Nguanery and uh he he called for anti vaxxers to be jailed but he he's was thirty eight years old. He just passed away in the corridor, said that uh it was heart issues. Uh and uh so that's gotten a lot less uh, media attention, I think. And, and uh, you know, things like when when these kinds of folks pass away, they're, now there's just record uh, number of athletes passing away this year. People are, are looking at this. And, uh, you know, the latest Rasmussen poll um, just a few days ago is saying 49% of, uh, of uh, those who are polled uh, think that um, the COVID shots are to blame for unexplained deaths, the excess deaths and uh okay so th- that uh 28% think that uh it's very likely that they know that uh they know somebody that's very likely the covid shots caused uh, some problems so.
1: well let, let me let me uh did, did we lose him? no he's still here still, still there chris mm-hmm. oh so he's holding busy he? okay all right well let's. all right um let's let's yeah, go let's to go, let's that, go to our next. okay yeah. yeah let's go to our next call. And please, please stay to the to the topic, please, folks. We're talking about the city council situation with the um, police benevolent association. Go ahead.
0: Caller, you're on the Sunday forum.
1: Thank you, amigo. Uh, I'm sorry, Walter. I'm breaking the rules, but let me let
9: me just say something because you just brought that up. You hooked me and drugged me in again. Um, that sounds like whoever came up with the survey. I probably would think he's an oath keeper. And oath keepers for whatever have this mentality, which are biggest and racist anyway, get their training in the military. And they think we got to fight on another front here in the United States. Let me ask you something, police, all police throughout this entire nation. You have a statement that says to protect and to serve being somebody that's woke and speaking for all woke people. (laughs) <laughs> George Boy,
1: but be careful.
9: How yeah. was that protecting and serving him? You arrested the gentleman, you had him on the ground, and you put your knee on his neck. Then you executed so him. He could not breathe and eventually he expired. He died. Okay. How was that how was that being anti police? Is that is that policing?
1: Is that protecting and serving Well, see look, like that's what they were searching for, is that is is that that's what they're searching for with that. With those questions, is that type of uh, is that type of response? I mean, you're not going to get. Uh, no one's going to give them that kind of response. And first of all, but 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 more importantly, it shouldn't have even been asked. That that's, that those questions shouldn't have even been asked. Those that's are right. those I'm are absurd up, questions.
9: Yeah, I'm gonna hang up because you got other times, and I'm breaking the rules. And I encourage nobody, don't break the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Drug me back in. Do but as I say, like, not as I do. Who would come up with a survey like that but an Oath Keeper? Mm-hmm. Why you didn't put, yeah, like the Proud Boys in there and skinheads and the Klan. Mm-hmm. Okay, and
5: neo-Nazis. So they
9: murdered people and intimidated people so they couldn't vote. Why wouldn't you do that? We pol- Police work is hard. Yep. You say that, police work is hard. So m- many of you who want to call in on WMNF on Monday, we got to get that show off the air. No, police work is hard, and they deal with a lot of the dregs of society. Mm-hmm. So you need to have the training and the mentality. Some, some of the people that you deal with are other dregs of society, so yep. I put it that way. All right. Um, the don't want to, to,
1: to do that. So I'm going to hang up and get off the air. All right, man. Hi, Daryl. Peace that. to you,
0: Daryl. <laughs> All right, uh, next, next caller. You're on the Sunday
4: Forum. Uh, good morning. Peace and blessings to uh, the family there. Hello. Queen Mother, how you doing? Good I'm morning. fine. Thank you. Uh, I would just like to give out a big shout out to uh, Jason uh I think, Garcia at the creative role for
1: Justin Garcia, yes.
5: Justin, yes.
4: But even printing the story, and of course, Orlando, uh, Councilman Gould, having the courage, because all of them got the survey on the council, and it was Councilman Gould that said, uh, at the public comment, that it was offensive. And the reason why the police union can do what they're doing is because we're not clear. And when I say we as African people in this community, is not clear on what we see happening to us every day. Whether it is gentrifying our community, now uh, 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 redistricting our food, uh, the mass incarceration of our people, uh, the police union is asking... And if we continue to terrorize the community, what is your position, Councilman? Yeah. That's why that question what? was, they didn't ask uh, uh, the LBGT community, uh, what was their feelings about that organization, the Jewish community? It is black people right. that suffered the worst abuse in this so-called Golden City that's similar to a sundown town. Very much so. And getting a damn thing, yeah. but we're in this illusion that as the city is progressing, then so are we. No, we are not. A few may be, but the majority is catching hell. Culture is being destroyed, and community is being destroyed, and mass incarceration of young people that prevents us from being able, being unable to build a Marriott in our community. So the police union, most of the officers, do not even live in the city of Tampa. Very much so. Both for councilmen, but their influence of running a police state is so clear. By the leadership that we have now, as the mayor, gives them the the feeling that they can pose those questions and nothing will happen. But a mayor that believe in diversity would condemn the questionnaire. It would just be Orlando Gould. Mm -hmm. All of them would say, this is not the city we want. These are not the questions that should be asked as we move toward building a more progressive union. Until that happens, I'm clear on who the police is. And as people say, the police want to go home. When we get stopped by the police, we want to remain alive. Peace and blessings.
0: Thank you.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you, Queen
0: Mother. Yes. All right. uh, Next caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Oh. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to have to hang out because you got a lot of static. Sorry. Okay. um, Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum.
7: Hello? Yes.
0: Hello.
7: Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, My name is Christina. Good morning, Christina. I have a little bit of an echo when I'm talking, so I hope you guys can hear me. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I just, I, I know you have to wrap up soon. I just want to quickly say, um, staying on the topic, the Police Benevolence Association, what what I find very interesting is the GOP in this state, in Florida, loves to paint the teachers' union as, as evil. And I, and I forget which uh, public official said this recently, that literally the teachers' unions are evil. And... It's interesting how they just keep abusing and raping the teachers' union in the state by continuing to cut into our pension, take our benefits away, and a host of other things that they do to us. Yet, the police officer uh, unions are always praised and rewarded continually, obviously not regulated. And so I just think that's interesting. And, And that's a problem that people don't really discuss. Why is it that unions... The police officer unions are, are wonderful and praised by the GOP, yet any other union, particularly teachers' unions, are the enemy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very unfair. And, and, and Pinellas County, I know for a fact, years ago during the Scott administration, sorry, that's my baby, during the Scott administration, <laughs> uh, when they continued to cut into us, uh, that, that the police officers' union leaders literally turned their back. On the, on the on the union leaders of the teachers' unions when we went to them and said, can you guys help us? Because you're being rewarded, and they're killing us. They're hurting our families with continually taking things away, and they literally turn their backs on us. So I just wanted to put that out there. I, I just find it very interesting. So, uh,
5: that was so Richard yes, Cochran. Th- thank Robert
0: you uh, for your call. Richard, Richard okay. Cochran.
5: Okay. Thanks. We'll call him downright <laughs>
0: evil. You too. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> caller, um, you're on the wow. Sunday forum. Wow. Hello, hello. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of calls there, so any. I
1: tell you, man. Let me tell you. I, I just this is, to me, this that entire, just as the fact that we having to have this dialogue, is shameless. <laughs> like, like they, there's there's no shame. I go back to something that happened and we reported it here on this on this show with the with the situation with the Police Benevolent Association and a and one city councilman named Frank
7: Reddick.
1: Where the, where, where the, the thumb across the throat
7: mm-hmm.
1: was made at him. And he questioned, hey, whoa, what is that? Are you threatening me? <laughs> like, this happened. We saw it. It's on video. You can't make it be anything other than what it was. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward now, we get this, and there's a series of questions. There's no shame. And it's like, you know this has happened. They know that there are, that there are bad officers out there that are doing these things. Yep. So why not just say, okay, look, okay, we need to work on this. And, and, and that therein lies the real issue right there at its core is is the fact that internally there's no there 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 seems to be a lot of lip surface uh, service publicly. But internally, there seems to be no change nope. at its core, this infrastructure. So that means that there's there's a real big problem
5: here. It's been coming since the 90s. Yeah. Because the FBI even saw it. There's a rise in all it. We see Waco. We see all these things happening. And then it just goes silent.
1: Oh, unbelievable. And, and now. And, and, and we have Officer Weich that mm-hmm. came up recently. Uh, one of the officers that, that is saying, listen, I'm tired of this. Right here in Tampa. Saying, I'm tired of this. I, I've been let down. On a police officer. I've been a police officer for, I forget how many years, 20-some years. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, you know... I've been a police officer for this long and I know these things are happening. I've been let down. And I think this, and and for those people who are believers in the police from from that standpoint, you know, you feel, you know, you feel that way. And what's wrong with us being able to express it and say that this is what
5: it is? In a respectful, understanding tone where we empathize with them and they empathize with us.
1: Why is that a problem? But no, let me get stopped in traffic today Oof. Let me get stopped in traffic today mm. Just just know I'm just going to let you know If something happens to me I, just, I did not commit suicide There we go
5: I'm a happy
1: man We are happy men with everything very happy man four. Okay Two grandchildren Ooh, Two kids
5: mm. A loving wife I'm cool I am now jealous. I have none of those things. Hello, everyone. Again, I'm here from the Tampa Organization of Black Affairs. I am the 43rd annual co-chair for this year's Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. Dream like King is the theme. And I'm attorney Will Douglas III, and I'm pleased to be here. (laughs) Sorry, I had to find those things you have.
10: uh. Yo, man.
1: Hey, listen. This has just been amazing this morning to have this discussion. Um, I, I, I wish that we didn't have to have it. But we do, and we did, and so as usual here on the Sunday Forum, we wanted to bring you the best and in intelligent conversation discussions, and we had it this morning. We had it this morning. Uh, you know, listen. Want to thank you for joining us here. Uh, there, there's no place I'd rather be except with my wife, of course. Uh, but, but this is, but, but. Right here with you is where I am. This is where I want to be. This is where uh, where the forum gets to hear the real deal. Mm-hmm. Right here on WMNF 88.5 FM. And as always, always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there is nothing you can do about it. Right here on the Sunday Forum. Peace yeah. to everybody out there. We will it's see you next weekend.
0: And next is the post-Martin nanny, WMNF um. 88.5.